Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Jumpman! Defenders of the Universe. That's right, here we go. That's what Welcome. we do. Welcome, we the Jumpman Podcast, weekly video game slash movie slash whatever the fuck podcast. Welcome. I would like I would like to represent that last part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, I have um, something that represents all of that. Video game slash movie slash whatever. Really? Would you like to play a game, Chad? Oh, oh God. Does it involve, like, pain? Because I hate that. No. Okay. I good. was thinking about this, though, in the car. Yeah. And I was like, I have a game that I want to play with Chad. No, it's called... Are you ready for this? This is going to be fun. Let's hope it's a quick game. Why? What does that mean? <clears throat> well, sometimes you're like, do you want to play a game? And I'm like, yes. And 60 minutes later, I'm like, God, is it over already? Uh, an example, please? Could you provide one? I can't. <laughs> ah, so I guess we're just all making fun of us today, right. aren't we? That was the game of talking shit. Yeah. I have a game that I would like to play with you, and yet here you are just insulting me. I would love to play your game. Let's do it. It's not motherfucking Animal Crossing like you would play. Well, too bad, because I love Animal Crossing. Oh, my God. All right. This game is called Movie Combat. Oh, my God. Movie Combat. <clears throat> I okay. love Mortal Kombat. Yes. And I was thinking, as I was driving a car, yes, oh. like I do sometimes, <laughs> I was like, what if we, you know, like the original Mortal Kombat only had seven characters. Yes. I was like, what if we inserted some badass movie characters into the Mortal Kombat game? Oh. How, how would they do? Mm. Okay. You know, how would they get through? So I've actually assembled <clears throat> a movie combat game for you to play. I will give you the contestants, and then you're going to have to uh, tell me. Who advances out of that round? Okay. Oh, wow. All right. And maybe give me like a finisher, like or like how did how did they do it? I I hope somewhere embedded in this game is the entire cast from Big Trouble in Little China. Sorry, no. Damn. No. I always thought that was like the perfect Mortal Kombat scenario. Yeah, but no one here knows what that movie is. So. What, dude? It's a classic. It's all about the reflexes, man. I know, but I don't know how many of our listeners actually know that movie. So, oh, dude, if you have, all right, all right. Maniacs, if you have not seen Big Trouble Little China, stop what you're doing, keep the podcast rolling, and just pop in the DVD, find it on YouTube. It's worth your time. It's it's like it's like Amaze Bad. It's yeah, so good and so bad all at the same time. Kurt Russell's finest hour. Oh, absolutely. Think about it. Yeah, it's not bad at all. It's a good listen. Or a good watch. <laughs> <laughs> good listen if you uh if, yeah. you if you could not see. Just listen in the background. <laughs> just figure it out. Oh, uh, yeah, so let's play some movie combat, and you just have to tell me who you think is going to get through. Okay, I'm summoning my, my inner Judge Dredd here. Let me make All some right, judgment now, calls. Now, unfortunately, I didn't think to put Judge Dredd in it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I went with some, I tried to be, uh, I tried to take a couple characters a little off the beaten path. Okay. You know, so there's no Darth Vader in this one. All right, good, because he would have been the first to die. Yes, all right, so here we go. And then, um, you know, there's seven characters in Mortal Kombat, the first game. I had to make it eight because it's tournament style, you know? Okay, okay. I don't want to give someone a buy. That's true. Well, so right. play, we get a buy. Right. Well, that was the thing. I've got one chick in this, too. All right. Because of Sonya Blade. Hmm. All right. First up. Yes. Rico from Starship Troopers. Okay, all right. Rico's Roughnecks. <laughs> Versus, you know, every Mortal Kombat game has seven ninja, so we've got... Storm Shadow from G.I. Joe the Movie. Wow, well, that's a quick round. Rico versus Storm Shadow. Fight. Wow, so uh, Rico tries something, Storm Shadow stabs him, and Rico does what he does best, which is scream. Ah! 
doesn't do jack in Starship Troopers, man. I mean, sure, he shoots a few bugs here or there, blah, blah, blah. Storm Shadow is an effing ninja. You know, he has, like, a sword that can, like, cut through, like, a giant stone pillar, which we've seen in every credit sequence to G.I. Joe the TV show. You just can't fuck with that. I mean, well that, well, that was when he found the sword Excalibur. So that was only a one episode when he had the magic sword. <laughs> did he lose it at the end? Yes, he did lose Fuck. it at the end. They had the Joes restored it to the lake. I mean, let's say Rico even has like a gun, which is usually reserved only for finishers in the Mortal Kombat universe. Uh, well, Stryker had a gun move. Yeah, but it, all right, all right. But it didn't do jack for damage. I, still, I didn't say it did. I just I, mean, I put a lot of thought into this game. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I, I think Storm Shadow wins replaces Rico's head with his, like, like lower leg. Yes, okay. Storm Shadow advances. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next round, we've got... Bane. <laughs> Bane, of course, from Dark Knight Rises, not from uh, Batman Forever. I think, I think that was the best version of Bane, all, all honesty. Or Batman and Robin, whatever that, whatever the '90s movie that Bane was kind of in with Poison Ivy. Yeah, sort of the uh, the kick the tube moment. Yeah. yeah, so we got Bane versus Dutch. Oh, dude, Dutch from Predator. Dutch from Predator, Arnold Schwarzenegger at his finest. Wow, uh, that's kind of tough. I mean, two big, huge macho dudes going at it. That's right. Both with some kind of combat training. That's true. That's true. Both, you know, mass murderers. Yes, and Dutch went up against the went toe to toe to the Predator. Bane went toe to toe to Batman. Wow, I mean, this is like, this is like an epic matchup. I mean, like both both those guys. I think they're pretty evenly matched because they're both pretty smart. Dutch being the only dude to kind of figure out to like you know put his weapons away and like mm -hmm. uh, figure out mud over your skin disguises yourself from infrared. That's right. You know, uh, but at the same time, Bane figured out like how to humiliate and destroy the Batman but also like take his arsenal take over Gotham and he's like and he's like trolling everybody he's just like yes Gotham in like so many months you will be liberated teehee I'm going to kill you <laughs> Bane is like Dutch you fight in the jungle but I was born in it <laughs> or something I spent my life in it <laughs> you merely adopted the mud <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was born in that shit yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I feel like in the beginning of this fight, they both like toss their weapons aside and just wow. decide to like brawl it out. <clears throat> That's tough because they're they're both good fighters. However, you know, whereas uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger or Dutch was never like physically defeated by the Predator, let's say he just kind of like uh, always always ran away and found a clever way to defeat him. Oh, oh, wait! The Predator beat the shit out of him hand to hand. Oh okay. yeah. All right, re please remind me. Oh yeah, he he like fucking doubled up on him. Like when Schwarzenegger was using the, he hit from him with the mud at first, but then when he when Schwarzenegger went on the offensive, mm -hmm. and he used a couple weapons on him and stuff, then the Predator did come in close and just started uh, beating the shit out of him. Okay, so all right, so so they both they both kind of get the tar knocked out of him at at a certain point by mm -hmm. their by their adversaries. Because mm -hmm. Batman does like finally you know get the drop on Bane, and actually Bane has, like, um, a dramatic physical disadvantage in that, like, if, if you just punch him in the face, like, right in the mouth, he will go down. Mm -hmm. I think that I think that's got to be his downfall. Dutch wins by ripping off Bane's mask, and Bane's like, oh, my pimples, I'm exposed to the world, mm -hmm. put it back on, God. 
Dutch Dutch for the win. Finish him. (laughs) Just rips off his mask and Bane just chokes (laughs) to death. That's how it's over. I I think every every match with Dutch in it has to start with him going, Kill me! Kill me! Do it now! (laughs) Get to the chopper! All right, next up, we have Captain America. Okay. Versus Spock. What? (laughs) And you've got to say Spock's like, Spock. So in this Mortal is Kombat. The, this is the uh, Zachary uh, Quinto. Quinto. Yes, this is the new Spock versus new Spock. Uh, Avengers Captain America. Right. The old the old Spock was just kind of like, you know, uh, a eunuch. New Spock has a dick. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> this this Spock can actually get a little angry sometimes, even though he's not supposed to. Right. And he does have uh, he does like to to fight. You know, he's got some moves. That's right. As we he, saw in the movie. <laughs> he learned it. He learned it in Vulcan <laughs> Vulcan preschool. Yes. Now, Captain America has a shield. We can give Spock a phaser. Okay. All right. Like like a stun phaser or something. But also remember that um, Spock has the uh, Vulcan uh, neck pinch move too. That's right. Well, you know, I don't know. Fight. It's, it's it's kind of it's kind of a toss up. Let's say in the movie, Captain America is just like I'm just some uh, kid. I'm just some Jewish kid from uh, Brooklyn. Um, he's got has, super soldier serum. That's true, but he has, like, no experience. I mean, he's socked Hitler in the jaw a thousand times, but he's never been in, like, a real brawl. I mean, he's just got his ass kicked his whole life. Well, I said Captain America Avengers. All right. Oh, yeah, all right. So he's all right. already lived through the war. Okay, so, all right. So he has a lot of combat experience. Spock, I mean, he will outthink you. He's definitely smarter than uh, Captain America. He's definitely played some mind games in his day. Uh, but, like, new Spock is kind of, like, inexperienced. You know, let's say he's gone through the first movie and he's whooped some ass, but he kind of like like mo- like rebooted movie Spock. I think was not as smart as old movie Spock. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like like he never like outthought anybody. He was just kind of like, "What the fuck are you doing, human? All right, well I'm pissed off enough to agree with you." Of course, we're not playing chess here. Mm-hmm. It is a fight. It's true. I mean, I'm gonna have to go with Captain America all the way because Spock might be deadly at like uh, close range. But Captain America has like the uh, the range advantage with the shield. He can just whoop the shield at Spock indefinitely, and it'll always return to him. Mm. So I'm gonna say that Captain America spams the shit out of that shield, and Spock goes down. Captain America wins. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have our lone female contestant. Okay. Alice. From Resident Evil movies. Oh fuck! Well, which one? I now mean, this is this is Alice when she had, um, like mind powers. Well, she never really had mind powers, but she had like um, amped up physical powers. Mm-hmm. So this is Alice. She's got some amped up physical powers. Okay, and and let's say her finisher would be like the end of Resident Evil. I think one where she like explodes a guy's brain through a video camera. What? Yeah, dude, that happened, and I was like, dude, she has, like, telekinesis through video camera. That's kind of weird. She doesn't have telekinesis. Well, she did for a second. Yeah, no, we're just talking about amped up physical powers. All right, all right. Like, so, that, like, just, that just meant she could do, like, flip kicks at, and hit dogs in the face and stuff. Okay, so let's say, like, Resident Evil 2, where yeah. all of a sudden she was, like, a superhero. Yeah. All right. Exactly. She just had, she can just do, like, you know, spin kicks and shit like that. She can do a, ba- a double backflip off a motorcycle while launching it through a window, <laughs> and then she takes a gun and shoots the gas tank and blows it up. Cool. That kind of shit. Okay. All right. Versus Brian Mills. Who the fuck's Brian Mills? From Taken. 
Oh, that guy. Liam Neeson. <laughs> you mean Liam Neeson? <laughs> yeah. Well, I had to say his actual character name. Yeah, I know, but it's just still like, I've never actually seen the movie, so I always just think, love, all right, Liam Neeson, particular set of skills, he will what find you. What the fuck? You've never seen Taken? I don't need to. All I'm, <laughs> I'm ending this podcast. We're no longer brothers. Come on, dude. No, no, no. I don't need to see Taken. All I need to see is Liam Neeson giving those like particular set of skills line. That's what the whole movie uh. is, summed up. I can forgive you for not seeing Taken 2, but you've never seen Taken? Dude, you take the entire movie Taken, right? You grind it, you blend it, you pour it into a glass and sip it, and you're like, I have a particular set of skills. End. Yeah, that sounds like someone, something would say who's never seen the movie, Chad. That's right, exactly right. Ah, uh, when we go on Christmas <laughs> vacation, we're going to have to watch Taken, because I'm sure our dad has a copy. All right, well, I'm just going to say based on, sorry, sorry, Taken, I'm just going to say, based on, I have seen the Resident Evil movies, and she's like a crazy superhero. Liam Neeson and those and the Taken movies are very based in realism, even though he probably just breaks some elbows. I'm going to have to go with Alice, because she can spin kick Liam Neeson a few times, and like unload some clips, and, I don't know, make some sandwiches, and then land. Okay. Oh, uh, you know, uh, we'll go with whatever you say. All right. Ryan Mills is very smart. He's very cunning. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> I have a particular set of skills, and I can jump kick a fucking dog. <laughs> okay. Alice advances. So, mm. next round, we've got Storm Shadow versus Dutch. Is there, Fight. Is there going to be like a test your might round at all? or? Uh... Yeah, I got rid of the shit stuff parts. All right, good. Like I, I mean, like a mirror match who'd win against each other, that doesn't kind of work. And two versus one, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna do matchups. Okay, it's, Storm it's, Shadow versus Dutch. Wait, wait, wait. Is, is is there gonna be a gore round fell by like a Shang Tsung round? You want me to just spoil the whole game for you? You no. want to just play it as we go? I'm sorry. All right, here we go. These are things I think about as a gamer. You know, it's like I can't just go down a corridor. I have to like go into every nook and cranny of the corridor looking for like health and uh, shit. Stop outthinking it. All right. So Dutch versus Storm Shadow. Shit, this is a good matchup. Dutch, super huge. You know, he's got a bit of a brain. Storm Shadow, he's super limber and quick, and he's got ninja weapons. Hmm, does Dutch have a gun? I think that yes. he has a gun. Well, it's Dutch. Storm, all... Shadow could, Storm Shadow could have a sword also. That's true, but you know like what? <laughs> but I, I don't know. I think well, I think Dutch would use his, his guns early on in the match, expending all of his ammo, and Storm Shadow just dodges everything, and then it would be a one-on-one fight. Mm-hmm. Between, like, the big, strong Dutch and Storm Shadow, who has, like, ninja weapons. Yes. I think it's got to go to Storm Shadow again, because, like, it, like he, he constantly impresses with his ninja ass-kicking moves. Like, there's only, there's only one person in the G.I. Joe universe who you don't fuck with, and that is Snake Eyes. And the only person that can fight him to a standstill is Storm Shadow. Mm-hmm. He's done a ton of impressive shit. They train together That's true. as children. <laughs> so I think yeah I think eventually Dutch runs out of ammo and he goes down. Do you like that the guy who trained them was named the Hard Master? What? <laughs> what? Yeah, their their sensei was the Hard Master. Wait wait so wait, was was the rival dojo like the Limp Master? No, there was the Hard Master. There might have been the Soft Master, but the Hard Master was the top sensei. He just he had a ninja boner the whole time, I guess. <laughs> Everybody He's knows. Like, Pick up your kendo stick. I have mine prepared already. <laughs> oh, nasty! No, the whole thing was the hardmaster trained them, and then um, uh, they paid um, they paid Zartan to go assassinate Snake Eyes. Cobra Commander did, mm-hmm. and um, Zartan. It was either no, 
No, Sorry. assassinated the Heartmaster. Yeah, no, they paid Firefly to assassinate him, but he wouldn't do it. So then they paid Zartan, and Zartan used an arrow and missed Snake Eyes and hit the Hardmaster and killed him. And then Damn. Storm Shadow blamed it on Snake Eyes. Shot him an arrow right in the dick. Yeah. Oh, he went limp. <laughs> That's what I knew he died. It's like, oh, bleeding out. I'm really bleeding out. Ah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. The, <laughs> it's just funny. If they, yo, who trained you? The Hardmaster. <laughs> oh, cool. You went to, like, ninja porno school? Or... <laughs> I want to be called the Hard Master. No, you don't. No, you, no, no, no mere man can live with that title, Eric. Yes, that's no. true. People always challenge you. All right, Hard Master, let's do it. Yeah, let's, uh, they always challenge you, challenge you to like a boner fight, so you always got to be ready. Yeah, that's true. All right, next <laughs> round. I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. Yes. Hard Master. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, what if there was a toy of the Hard Master? <laughs> oh, there could be one of these days. I think he was also blind, though, so it's like... He had to, like, just picture hot chicks or grab some boobies first. Damn. Maybe he just, like, buried his head in one of those, like, hentai pillows all the time. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> or maybe he just liked his students. Like, I don't know. But, maybe um, he just liked training. He's just like, I love being a teacher. Oh. <laughs> I'm hard for education. That's right. William yeah. Shakespeare makes me hard. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Next up, we've got Captain America versus mm. Alice. Fight. Wow. All right. So this is a good matchup. This is a very good matchup. Captain America, super soldier. Alice from Resident Evil, also kind of a super soldier. You know, started mm-hmm. off wimpy, getting uh, getting effed up by various people, and then uh, turned into, like, the super soldier that can do anything. Yeah, they basically both have super soldiers here at this point. That's true. This is a good matchup. So uh, Captain America, he's got a shield made of vibranium. He can throw it. It bounces off shit and always comes back. And he can use it to block bullets and shit like that. Alice, she's just like, she could fall off a building and live. And she's got a ton of weapons. Mm-hmm. And uh, Captain America only has a shield. I don't think he ever kills anybody, especially not with like a gun. But he also never gets shot at. His shield is, is 100% undefeated <laughs> against guns. <laughs> Except that one time he got sniped and got killed in the comics. But I don't think he was holding a shield. Or he no. wasn't looking, so. Yeah, he was just coming out of a courtroom being like, do 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 yeah. Bam. Yeah, that's right. Never saw that coming. <laughs> <clears throat> well, let's think about this. Well, I don't know. I think I think they would fight to a standstill. I mean, there's nothing really special about Alice. She's just like, you know, super durable, got like superpowers, but you know, even she could get her ass whooped by the nemesis in mm-hmm. uh in movie number two. She had to like ball all over him to get him like to get she she, she basically made the nemesis feel bad. Yeah, that he was winning. She's like, Those "Oh, women powers! You're winning! <laughs> oh, you hurt me!" And he's like, "Oh, fuck! Now, now I Cap- feel bad." Captain America's kind of a gentleman, so I mean, she could play that route again too. You're like, "You wouldn't hit a girl, would you?" <laughs> That's sorry, true. sorry, ma'am. <laughs> That's true. You know, like, like uh, in Captain America the movie, he's just like, "Fuck! I need like a female protagonist to come in here, whoop ass on another female protagonist, or like the female villain, because mm-hmm. it ain't happening." Yeah, that's how it always happens. I always got to have a woman on woman. I mean, yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate that, too. I think everybody appreciates that. Yeah. They're like, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, guys. Hold on, hold on. There's a, there's a lady. Bring out the other lady. <laughs> Take her out of her cage. <laughs> yeah, okay, call her. Call her out of the kitchen. Damn, man. It's like, call, call her out of the lady cave. Summon, summon the kitchen. woman signal. Boop, boop, boop. It's like, all right. right. Put down the pie. It's like, all right. All right, how many ladies do we have in Hollywood? All right, like, there's the Asian chick, 
and then like the token black chick maybe and then like five white chicks well summon one of them yes. hollywood needs you let's do it oh man well i i'm gonna have to go with captain america because alice does alice does not have a weapon as kick ass as that shield i mean the shield is captain america right like without without the shield he's just a man yeah well with super steroids in him that's true <laughs> super <laughs> world war ii steroids yeah but you those know the, those are the best kind classic steroids i think captain america could win because alice doesn't really you know alice she's fighting for her life but i don't feel like she has like a real motivation like captain america he's fighting for america do you, you think know? captain america has tiny balls <laughs> I mean, I basically they... took steroids from the world war ii before there was like warnings labels on them no, 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 this is what I think happened. So, so in Captain America the movie, right, he goes into the little electro coffin and they're going to, like, inject him with the super soldier serum. And, and then there's this flashy light and you hear him go, no! And that's when his balls have shriveled off. Yeah. And he's like, no! But then, but then, of course, like with steroids, the small balls make the, big, the, the dick look bigger. So eventually he's like, oh, I can live with this. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, hold on. Small potatoes, bigger meat. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm, and he does manage to keep his uh, roid rage under control. He's always, he never really gets mad, so. Well, they didn't show you, like, behind the scenes where he's, like, smacking some chorus girls around. They're like, no, save it for Hitler, Captain America, stop. Mm-hmm. Shave my back. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> shave my back. Pop my pimples. Yeah, he has small balls. All right, here we go. Next round. Storm okay. Shadow versus Captain America. Fight. This is good. This is a good round. Captain America has the ultimate shield. Storm Shadow, let's say one time, had the ultimate uh, sword. So it's like the ultimate offense against the ultimate defense. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So this is what happens, Eric. This is uh, this, I don't know if it's an old Chinese or an old uh, Japanese proverb, but basically when the ultimate sword and the ultimate shield fight, they fight to a standstill. Mm-hmm. Like, there's then you no... must cast them aside, right? Exactly. Exactly. So it's just like a straight up like knuckles street fight. Uh, between Storm Shadow and Captain America. Well, Captain America is buff. He's big. He's mm-hmm. fucking tall. Storm Shadow, uh, he's Japanese. Their average height is like five nothing. But he's like super fast also. Exactly, exactly. Well, if you're going to be smaller than your opponent, you better be faster. Yeah. So he's got the speed advantage. But if Captain America gets his mitts on you, he's going to suck you in the jaw. Mm-hmm. Hmm, I don't know. This is kind of tough. Storm Shadow without... Oh, but you know what? Storm Shadow is a ninja, and he don't give a fuck. So I think Storm Shadow fights dirty. Oh, Captain America. <laughs> I will not be fighting with honor today. <laughs> That's right. So I, I think, mean, he did, he did join Cobra, so he doesn't true. quite have the honor code that other ninjas do. I think... All right, so this would... Ha- I think they're fighting at the pit, right? Mortal Kombat, the bridge. You fall off the bridge, there's spikes. And, right. and Captain America's... Punched Storm Shadow in the... He sucked him in the jaw a few times, and he's hanging on by a thread. He's hanging on, and he's just barely hanging on to the bridge. And he's like, Captain America, help me! And Captain America's like, all right. You know, cool. <laughs> he's a friendly guy. He, he wouldn't want to, like, send somebody to their death. Albeit, yeah. uh, except for his friend, Bucky. Yeah. Uh, so he pulls him up, and that's when Storm Shadow pa pa hits him with like the ancient paralyzing secret weapon. Ah, yes. Ten, ten fingers to the chest. Exploding heart. <laughs> that's right. And Captain America takes six steps, and his heart explodes. Oh. Falls over into the pit. Cha! Impaled on a spike next to Hitler. Yeah. Storm Shadow. Fatality. That's right. 
All right. Now, there is a Goro round. Sweet. Call it. <laughs> Fucking The only thing I could think of that was close to Goro would be Fat Steven Seagal. No. <laughs> now, we're talking Fat Steven Seagal. Not Steven Seagal and Hard to Kill. Right. Steven Seagal and Maximum Conviction. Oh, fuck. Steven Seagal in Against the Dark. Steven Seagal in Wearing a Huge Thing to Disguise His Gut. Steven Seagal in that submarine movie where they're only in the submarine for five minutes and then they're no longer in the water at all. <laughs> but they still called it submarine something. Of course, of course. Because they want you to think like under, was it called like under submarine? I think it was called submerged maybe or something. I don't know. All I know is he jumped in the water and like the fucking, <laughs> the <water's laughs> like, just destroyed away, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> all the fish are like, ah, it's another meteor sent from the space to kill us off. Like, why is the sea level rising so much? <laughs> Steven Seagal got in with his pinky toe. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, this is good. No, that's a perfect Goro because he's dangerous, but only if you get close. Yeah, really. Yeah, and yeah, when you got close to Goro, if he grabbed you with his arms, it was it was over. He was took over. away like half your power. He would like grab you with two two of his arms and it'd beat the shit out of you with his other two arms. Yeah, which he did in the movie too, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. That was one of the like the moments in the in the Mortal Kombat movie. Still one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, I yeah. was like, fuck, yeah, get him, Goro. Get, fucking screw him up like you did in the video game. You frustrated me time and time again. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think Storm Shadow, um, he's got to get in close to damage Steven Seagal. But mm-hmm. Steven Seagal, with all that blubber, just cannot be penetrated by ninja weapons. Mm-hmm. You know, like he has like a natural built defense against anything. And then once you get in close to try and damage him, he's going to grab you and like snap your elbow the wrong way. Mm. Hmm. That's very tough. But, you know, I got to think that Storm Shadow and his ninja resourcefulness would find a way to distract Steven Seagal enough to kind of, like, find his one weakness. Remember that episode of Storm Shadow, the cartoon? I mean, we're talking movies, but this is the cartoon we're talking about now, Mm. where he ninja chopped a tank, like, 50 (laughs) times. Like, he hit all the tank's pressure points, and the tank fell to pieces. Damn. (laughs) He's like, like, all around the tank, and then it's like, what? Like, he took all the screws out of the tank, basically. <laughs> he vibrated the shit out of it with his karate chops, and it fell to pieces. Wow. Well, I think, like, Steven Seagal, I think, like, his, his main weakness might be his voice. Maybe, like, enough chops to, like, the Adam's apple, and Steven Seagal can no longer make, like, really husky-sounding one-liners. Mm. Mm. Now, keep in mind, Steven Seagal also has his own brand of energy drink. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and, he also, and he also has, like, the, uh, like, L- Louisiana's... Uh, uh, police department backing him up. Yeah, but I mean, we don't really know if that's going to go far. That's but. true. I think I think Steven Seagal gets distracted by food and forfeits. Oh, I didn't think about that. Stormstar <laughs> probably dangles a cheeseburger or something. That's true. That's true. But I think like Steven Seagal like sits down, and once he sits down, he never gets up. <laughs> yeah, it's like a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> His legs are down. It's over, folks. It's over. Steven Seagal. I can provide you with sex slaves. <laughs> like the hard master. <laughs> That's right. Oh, maybe Steven Seagal got trained by the hard master. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's the fat master. Yeah. <laughs> the, the thigh master. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like, final um, round. Maybe Steven Seagal is like, I'm carrying on the hard master's legacy of being hard all the time. Yeah. You just can't find it. God, when's the last time you know every every um every woman who gets pregnant? There's a certain time where you where your feet disappear. I wonder when that was for Steven Skull. Like before, like in between what movies could he no longer see his tiny little toes? 
I'm thinking Glimmer Man was the last time he saw it when he was uh, he was with one of the Wayans brothers. Really? And he had like a ninja credit card. <laughs> like he had a credit card that was like honed to be like razor sharp. Mm-hmm. And like these all these crooks were gonna rob him. And he's like, okay, hold on. And he opened up his wallet. And he took out the credit card. He's like, slice, slice, slice. <laughs> Like, right then, it was like, whoa, Seagal's got a gut. What's going on? And then I think maybe, like, Exit Wounds mm-hmm. with um, DMX. Oh, God. Like, he was wearing, like, he was a cop that time, and, and like, they strapped that Kevlar vest onto him so tight. <laughs> I think but I think in between takes, when they took it off for him to breathe, mm-hmm. then he couldn't see his feet. Oh, man. I think. DMX, who does the most amazing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer of all time. That was pretty awesome. All time. And he just like, and they're like, hey, do you want the lyrics? He's like, get those lyrics the fuck out of here. Yeah. I don't need no lyrics. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, he keeps a nice beat. He's like tapping a beat out on the desk, right? Oh, yeah. TMX. And like, and he even brings in, you know, some of the things you would say as a child in between verses. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Mm. All right. So final round. Yes. In the original Mortal Kombat, Shang Tsung kind of looked like a wizard. He didn't have feet. He floated around. Yep. And he had some lightning bolts. He was kind of, well, he was exactly like David Lopin from Big Trouble Little China. Uh, fuck that movie, Chad. No one understands that. Dude, okay? dude, it's the best. And he's exactly like the villain in the movie. We're not using that movie, Chad. <laughs> We're not doing it. You think so, but I have a secret plan. We're not doing it. <laughs> we understand that, but we have to use a reference that more people understand. God. He's the emperor. <laughs> oh, no, the emperor. <laughs> it's the emperor from Return of the Jedi Emperor. Oh, shit, back when you're like, holy shit, he could just do whatever. Yeah, he's got a robe, he's wrinkled, he has electric powers. <laughs> All right, oh, this is tough because... Storm the, Shadow versus Emperor. The Emperor what? is like a mastermind. He would probably tell Storm Shadow right off the bat, he'd be like, All right, it's over, you won. Psych! Probably try to recruit him. That's true. Uh, young. What was his name? Arishikage? Young Arishikage. <laughs> That's true. Join me. Well, no, he'd be like, strike me down. Yeah. Will, you, you will get free fries at McDonald's. Yes, sorry, become it's, more powerful. It's all, it's all we got this week, I'm sorry. Did you play Monopoly? Because it's fucking rigged. I will do whatever it takes to defeat Snake Eyes. <laughs> I wonder who came up with that voice. They're like, all right, all right. So he's a ninja from Japan. This is my Japanese ninja <laughs> voice. <laughs> who knows we should probably look it up it's probably the same one that does like spirit the native american from gi oh, joe 2 or something well at least they got roadblock right and made him rhyme all the time that was awesome uh well anyway um it was probably like the smurfs were five where or got thundercats was the worst actually voltron and the thundercats best examples of five people trapped in a room forced to dub every character in an entire series mm-hmm Oh man, Voltron! Where like the the guys couldn't even do the female voices right, and they just didn't give a fuck. They're like, "Oh, it's Voltron! He's come to save us! Hooray!" Like, give me my five dollars. Well, I mean, Princess Adora or whatever her name was. She was the, the- only. Seriously, there were five people credited, I believe, uh, for Voltron, and she there was only one female cast member. Yeah, and yeah. They, they okay. had a lot of roles, and she couldn't fill them all. Anyway, back to Storm Shadow versus the Emperor. Yeah. So the Emperor, let's say, does not have a lightsaber. He just has his wits, and he has, uh, like, secret powers. Yeah, this is Return of the Jedi, Emperor. No lightsaber. Right, so fabulous secret powers hidden away under that cloak. And he's just an evil mastermind. Like, he he will fuck with your brain. 
Yeah, Storm Shadow shows up and he's like, huh, I have foreseen this. <laughs> he already knew Storm Shadow was going to win. Wow. But one of them has to die because this is Mortal Kombat. There's no like, well, let's be best friends. Oh, yes, there must be a winner. Oh, dude, but what about a friendship? Yes. <laughs> I He has foreseen this. Storm Shadow becomes his new apprentice and it's a friendship. <laughs> Friendship. That's how it goes. And then Luke Kang comes in and gives them a TV. <laughs> uh, maybe he becomes the new Hardmaster. Oh, there you go. Wait, who? Who? Which one? The Emperor. Oh yeah, of course. He's like, I have a secret waiting for you under my cloak. Yes. <laughs> Unlimited boner. <laughs> okay. Oh no, no. Real ultimate power. <laughs> yes. The whole every time you talk about the hardmaster having a, a total hard boner, I was thinking real ultimate power where ninjas have boners that are like nine feet long. Yeah, that's right, and they just pork women all the time. I saw a video on Dorkly where uh, Dalsium does that. Oh no! <laughs> he stretches everything out, and all of a sudden they, he's fighting Chun Li. She's like, "Oh, gross!" And they cut back, and he's like, uh, "He's got like a nine foot dick, and it's blurred out." It's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Oh yes, look what I can do." Nasty. Well, I think that's the best outcome. Of course, the Emperor was just running this tournament full of badasses to find, like, the next real badass. Because after the prequels, Vader is kind of like this whiny, loose cannon. Yeah, and plus, uh, Steven Seagal was Goro in this one, so he was eating himself to death, so he needed a new <laughs> apprentice. That's right. It'll just be like, 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 um, you know, if they ever reboot Spaceballs, Steven Seagal could be Pizza the Hut. Yes. They'd be like, that's uh, cool. So, an obituary today, Steven Seagal ate himself to death. Yes. <laughs> well, anyone listening out there, you got to tell us what who you think should have been in movie combat or who do you think would have won in some of these fights. That's true. Maybe substitute a character in for us that we may have missed because there's plenty of choices. Oh, of course. And, and, and do yourself a goddamn favor and watch Big Trouble, Little China. I agree. It's it wasn't so good, good for this tournament, but it is uh, a classic movie. It's, oh, it's, it's weird. It's weird. And, and, it, and it, it, it's just like... I think it was the first time where somebody put out like an action comedy and most people didn't understand that it was an action comedy going in. Yeah, yeah. It takes a little bit before you're like, oh, shit, this is not, this is like supposed to be funny. Like there's a, there's like this elevator scene where everyone is clearly high and, uh, and, and, and Kurt Russell is meeting all these ninja warrior dudes that he's fighting uh, alongside with for the first time. And they're doing like this big L sign on their foreheads and kind of giggling about it for like, for like a whole minute. Like, who the fuck puts this into an, a serious movie? Mm -hmm. Nobody. And there's so many quotable lines. It's just chock full. Well, Chad, how are the uh, maniacs that I'm supposed to listen to your advice when you haven't even seen Taken? Well, Taken's not an action comedy. Well, maybe, it, <laughs> yes, it was, because I was laughing and enjoying it. Oh. <laughs> maybe I, if you promise to go see Taken, then maybe people will... Uh, then trust you, and they'll go see Big Trouble in Little China. Well, I'll tell you, Eric, what movie I've been saving to watch until the big Nick Cage holiday is Bangkok Dangerous. Oh. I got, I got a copy. Yeah. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a copy I borrowed from our dad a year ago, and I haven't watched it. It's been sitting on my shelf taunting me. But um, one of the maniacs was like, yo, December 15th, uh, and uh, we we all kind of decided on Facebook. Yes, we're going to watch Nick Cage movies on December the fifteenth. There's like a Cageathon happening. That's I don't right. Know if there's like a snappy name for this holiday. So that is next Saturday or this coming Saturday. Yes. All right, let's do it. 
So it'll be like Bangkok Saturday. All right. So that means jump on our Facebook page on the 15th and let us know what Nick Cage movie you are currently watching that day. Fuck yeah. We'll all jump on and we'll all, we'll all share. We'll have a Nick Cage thread and we'll <laughs> talk about what movie we're watching. Oh, so speaking of movies, dude, uh, Star Trek Into Darkness. Have you seen the teaser? Yes. So uh, we've seen the Enterprise Double D or Triple X, I don't know, uh, like splash into water. It looks like they're going to destroy the Enterprise in this movie. Was it going in or out? I think it was water? going. I think it was going in. Mm. I don't know. I don't know if they have like the secret submerged Enterprise, mm-hmm. but it looked like it was crashing down. Mm. And uh, and I guess the big question is, who is the villain? The villain kind of like pops in for a second and is like, "You fuckers fucked me over, you bastards!" And now I'm gonna, you know, f you in the Enterprise. Well, a lot of the nerds were already saying it was like some dude named Gary. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Beverly's like Gary Mitchell, you know. Yeah, I mean, maybe it is because it said he was like an officer, and then he gained ESP powers. And I think I read somewhere in like the the plot that there's like something going on inside Starfleet this time. So, mm-hmm. well, I just kind of—I mean, I could just kind of wonder. I mean, it's the second Star Trek movie in the reboot. You know, mm-hmm. um, uh, I was thinking. Well, the obvious thing would be the iconic Khan. I don't think they did though. I think they went away from that. I mean, that's cool. Keeping it in its own light, but I just think like, ah, oh, somebody with a grudge against the Federation, superpowers, that sounds like con to me. Yeah. But apparently there's this nobody from some episode that's lost lost through time of Star Trek of some like forgettable dude. I'm okay with that. Hmm. Like, uh, I feel like Superman is going to have a tough time in this next movie because he has to fight General Zod, and we all have General Zod on such a pedestal. Right. So it might be tough. So I think maybe Abrams went a different route. They're like, oh, everyone expects Khan. You know, let's come up with our own guy, and we'll make him as awesome as we want. And we'll just take, like, a little tidbit and, and spin him off from that. I like that. I, I, you know, I, I like that way better than uh, General Zod. In fact, when we heard the news about General Zod, I was like, I don't care about General Zod. You know, he had his time. He said some iconic things. The actor was great. He sucked on when they rebooted him for the TV show. Well, yeah. everything sucked on the TV show. I mean, you know, I, I enjoyed some parts of Smallville, but, you know, it was like a soap opera. With yeah, big time. Powers. Yeah, no, uh, I, I think it would be cool. I mean, the movie looks cool. There's, I mean, lots of action and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for it. It looks great. Oh, exactly. It's everything you want in a real teaser right there. Yeah. So, so Eric, I've been playing some games. Oh, wait, wait, hold on one second. One last thought on Star Trek. Did you see oh, the God. Japanese teaser? No, it had like an extra scene, right? Was there like yes. a, a, was there like a blurred out dick in it or something? No, it kind of mirrored the iconic moment in Star Trek Two hmm. when Spock was dying behind the radiation shielding. What the fuck? And, I don't want to. His hand up against the glass. And I don't want to hear Kirk that. Put his hand on the other side of the glass. No, stop, stop! I don't want any spoilers. No, they showed that in the Japanese teaser. All they showed was a hand up against glass with the Vulcan live long and prosper. And another hand. All they showed was hands. So we don't know anything. We don't know that they're going. I mean, they, they're not going to do the exact same thing that happened in the last one. For all we know, it could be like, uh, yo, I'm probably gonna not survive this. So let's just do this little high five through yo, the glass. Yo, peace out. Wait for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, all right. Well, okay. That's that's interesting. That well, you know, I'm bad with movie trailers. As soon as I see a trailer, I can usually pick it apart in like five seconds to kind of like know what the movie's going to be about and that that spoils the mystery for me 
You know, like uh, Star Trek Two. It doesn't really. It just shows a lot of action. So yeah, I think no, it's still good. I'm I'm pumped. Just give me a teaser trailer. That's all I want to see. I agree. I don't want to see anything else from Star Trek until I'm in the theater. Yeah, they could have a chick with three boobs. You know, or in Star Trek V's case, you know, the um the feline chick stripper. That's fine. Keep that as a secret. Well, I mean, Abrams is very close to the vest. He doesn't tell anything from his stuff. Right. So he's the right guy for the job. <clears throat> no, exactly. I'm looking forward to it. All right, so, playing games. <coughs> playing games, fighting off a cold. Oh, yeah. So I finished up Saints Row the Third, Eric. Yeah. Let me tell you, it's the one of the best video game endings of all time. Just and I, I watched it. You posted it on there. I enjoyed it, too. It was just... It's just so ridiculous because you go from uh, like GTA, kind of like over the top ridiculous, but based in reality city, where you at one point uh, compete in a tournament in a wrestling tournament called Murder Brawl against like this this giant luchador who was the villain uh, of the of the game, and then for no reason after you kind of like save the city, they're like, guess what? Boom! You're in outer space. And you're fighting on what looks to be Mars with your gang against, like, the luchadors who are now also in space. And there's, like, space battles happening. It's crazy. I like it. Oh, it was so good. and Just so over the top. And uh, everything about it just screamed, like, all right, they just, like, there's no rules. There's no rules. And I think that's, that's like, the key thing that kept Saints Row the Third so fresh for me is they just took, like, reality. They set everything in a GTA world and they just threw reality out the window. It was great. Such a satisfying game. Cool, man. So I went from there to... I I had like two, two three other games that, that I picked up that I haven't played yet. So I, I started into Dragon's Dogma, which is uh, this game that seems incredibly out of touch with Western gaming audiences. Uh, and I played the demo uh, at Comic-Con last year, not uh, in 2011, and I felt like... I didn't feel like like I was very impressed, but I picked up anyway because, you know, it's like role-playing and, you know, you create your own character, running around in a fantasy world. I love that, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm an easy sell for those kind of games. But I, I'm, I'm instantly having the same problem that I had uh, last year, which is like you start out, you pick your character, you know, you're chosen by this dragon. He pokes you in the chest, boop, and, uh, and your heart comes flying out and suddenly, you know, you have, like, powers. But uh, you summon these guys called pawns from this different dimension to basically like be your homies. Nice. And, and in Saints in Saints Row the Third, you just like tap up on the D-pad once while you're near like any of your uh, homies that are just like roaming throughout the city, and they're like, boom, done. AI takes care of everything. They're just gonna back you up until they die, and like they don't say much. What they say is kind of funny, but they're just like they're totally autonomous and they will follow and do everything you want. Pawns in Dragon's Dogma, after like playing it for like a couple hours, they suck. Ah. <laughs> They're supposed to be your homies and back you up and support you, and you can have up to three, just like in Saints Row the Third. But all they do is just talk, talk, talk. God, it's like I can't take them anywhere, and like they're all like offering all this advice all the time. Like, <clears throat> like any monster comes near, and like instantly all three of them just start talking all at the same time. Oh, it's a goblin. Goblins are weak against fire. Oh, let me cast this healing spell. Get into my healing spell. All at the same time. And by the time I can figure out where the fuck the goblin is to kind of like shoot at it and like have some enjoyment out of the game, my dudes have already killed it. Oh. 
so they just totally suck all the enjoyment like out of the game. They're supposed to be like it's supposed to be like cool, summon dudes from a different dimension, level them up, you know, like send them across like Xbox Live for other people to kind of share. Instead of instead, like I I haven't played it since my initial two hours and like a couple days, but I'm feeling like the next time I'm going, no more pawns. Fuck them. You know, I might as well be playing, like, a totally different game. Because I just want to, like, pare down everything to where I can actually, like, enjoy the game and, like, play, you know, play the game instead of just listening and having other people do my shit for me. Well, just send them off to, like, go get you a coffee or do your laundry. You can pick up your dry cleaning. And then when they're doing that, then you go, suckers, and just run the other way. That's the worst. That's the worst part is that uh, there's these dudes around you that are, like, stick with you like glue. You can't get rid of them. And your options for controlling them are on the D-pad. And your your options for controlling them are this. Go, help, and come. As in, like, come come to me. Stop what you're doing right. and come over to me. You can't really control them at all. So, like, I, I really want to tell them, you... Like, I, I want to be like Final Fantasy Twelve and be like, all right, you know, with Gambit's like, all right, you cast fire spells in case of this, and you heal me if I get to a certain percentage point. There's nothing to that. You have go, help, come. And that's, uh. that's it to control these bastards. So right off the bat, I'm just thinking, all right, I'm going to jettison these guys and just try and it, it'll be like playing the game on a hard mode, you know, just playing it alone, which is not how you're supposed to play at all. Can you kill them? I don't think so. Like, can you just turn around and, and like knife one of them? You could in Saints Row, in Saints Row the Third, <laughs> you could totally kill them and they would shoot you back. Like you start mm. shooting your homies, they would shoot you back and they'd be like, fuck you. And then, you know, start attacking your enemies again. But no, man, those pawns—they're—they're they're just a detriment, and they're a key point in this game. Well, can you actually lure them to their death? Like, go to where you know death is around the corner, and just say, "Let's go," and then watch them die, and then walk the other way. I think the best I'm going to be able to do is—I have three at the moment, but there's like a main pawn that's you know that you're supposed to become attached to and journey with, and the other two are just kind of like expendable. You can switch them out. So Magneto and and X Men: The Last Stand said. The pawns go first. So <laughs> yeah. make them go first into like a waterfall with piranhas. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna send them back to another dimension. New uh, galaxy. <laughs> I was thinking another dimension like the original Dragon Ball Z dub, like like the the everyone's talking in metaphor for I'm going to fucking kill you. Instead it's I'm gonna send you to another dimension. Yeah. And Actually like, oh, the shit. other dimension in Dragon Ball Z was pretty awesome as long as you were a hero. Yes. You got to retain your form, level up, and just fight in tournaments. That's right. Unless you got sent to the home for infinite losers. Yeah. A.K.A. hell with just, like, some of the words of hell, like, some of the letters kind of, like, scratched out to make H-F-I-L. But even then was cool. Like, if you were a bad enough villain, you retained your form again, and you at least were get to hang out with each other. It was only, like, if you were just barely a good guy or just barely a bad guy or something, then you lost your form and you were just, like, a little cloud ghost. That's right. So that taught me the lesson: either you know, be all you can be. You know, yeah, one else... way or the other. Because like, I remember when Piccolo was gonna die, sacrifice himself to Boo. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I'm sorry, when v- when Vegeta was gonna die, he was gonna fight Majin Buu to the death, and and he he was like, ha, oh, well, I get to go hang out with Kakarot, and Piccolo was like, no, dude. <laughs> oh shit! You're just gonna be a ghost cloud. Oh. Sorry, and he was like, ha. Oh. <laughs> Makes no difference. Kakarot. Bullshit. Yeah. 
So I think, Piccolo I think, was like, "Now nah, you, you don't get, you get to keep from." But all the all the villains they killed earlier did like Frieza and the Ginyu Force and Cell. They all kept their uh, their form in Hell. So yeah, but it's still. I mean, at that point in the series, all right. So that they had they had defeated Death basically in the Dragon Ball universe. They bring you back from Death, and you're like, "Wow, that's pretty cool. That's pretty interesting and unique." But then they're like, "Oh shit! Well, now Death is kind of broken. We can bring anybody back from the dead." Uh, arbitrary rule, you can only bring people back from the dead once. Ha-ha, mm-hmm. fuck you, Chao Su. So, um, so after people die twice, then they kind of have to stay dead forever. But then, the the new Dragon Balls kind of, like, eradicated that, and you can bring back people, like, an infinite number of times. Yep. So you just had to decide when in life you were sick of reincarnating all the time, and just stay hanging out, like, uh, you know, in the afterlife. Yeah, man. And then... Fucking Goku's like, fuck the Dragon Balls, I'm dead, and I'm just gonna come back and fight anyway. Yeah. Ugh. It got complicated, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, I, I have a, a seven-second Thunder Dump. Dump me. Fantastic Four being rebooted in 2015. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah, well, I, I like the, you know, the first two movies, they're alright if you, if you view them as children's movies. Yeah, exactly. But that's all they are. Is they're all right. 2015 is going to be Avengers 2, Justice League, Star Wars Episode 7, and Fantastic Four. <laughs> like, why would you come out that year? I don't know. I like, mean, who gives a shit? Fantastic Four? I'm, I've never liked Fantastic I mean, I, I watch the movies. They're okay. Mm-hmm. I've never liked them. I thought Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, is useless. Stupid. Well, no one I, likes a stretchy power. I mean, it's it's good that he has a brain. Yeah, and Sue Storm should have the best power, but she never really uses it, right? She used it. She used it correctly one time in all of Marvel history, and that was in a one-off comic called Deadpool called Kills Everyone, where she explodes mm. Deadpool's head, boop, just like yeah. that. Exactly. So, but she's too tied up with Reed Richards because they're married. That's dumb. And the thing is pretty awesome when he's talking shit, but aside from it, he's a sad man that doesn't want to be the thing. And then there's uh, Johnny Storm, Human Torch. He's, he's, he's okay. I mean, I, I was, I always thought in, Invisible Girl, Invisible Woman could have been such an interesting character, but most of her, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Maniacs, but most of her dialogue is just based, ar- based around being, um, being a wife. Well, it was way back in the 60s. I mean, what, all right, so what What does she have going on? I mean, Reed Richards, he's the brains. Um, like, Johnny Storm, he's the playboy. The thing, he's like the indestructible Hulk with emotional feelings. What does that leave uh, the invisible woman to do? Oh, she's the cock tease. She's like, yo, I'm totally naked right now, but I'm invisible. Ha ha! I know, and that's, and that's <laughs> what's wrong with comics today. I don't know. I mean, I just don't really, I've never really cared for the Fantastic Four. Yeah. I, I've never really liked them. Be, so awesome. I, I like the idea of the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. If it was four different heroes, which is what it is now, when Marvel just relaunched, the right. original Fantastic Four went into a space and they left uh, a new four behind. Right, right. And there's Miss Thing, which is like uh, this woman with like Thing's body and a regular person's head, something like uh-huh. that. Uh, I take it back. Yeah, they came up with stupid replacements, didn't they? Well, there was like She-Hulk and her, maybe Spider-Man, I don't know, Wolverine. Just throw them all in there. Yeah, I like the idea of four, but I just never really like the four they come up with. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's always, like, one franchise player to make you read the comics, a.k.a. Spider-Man or Wolverine or Mm She-Hulk, you know, to a lesser lesser degree. Yeah, so, I mean, Fantastic Four, whatever, man. All right. 
you know, I I have high hopes. You know, I was. I, you do. I, I mean, why not? Why? I mean, you could have low expectations or high hopes. I have high hopes for this movie because, you know, it showed that, the rebooting it. I don't know why. God knows why. I mean, money's sake. Maybe losing the rights' sake. But they're they're rebooting it, so why not support it? Well, no, I mean, I, I, you know, I'll probably end up seeing the movie eventually, but I'm just not excited. All those other movies I'm excited for, mm. this one I'm not excited for. But I'll, I'll still watch it at some point for like a dollar on a DVD or something. But That's true. The, the thing with Fantastic Four is it's all about the villain. Yeah. If you have an awesome villain, it will make it more fun. And Doctor Doom is the best Marvel villain of all time, some would say. <laughs> and they just kind of screwed him up in the Fantastic Four movie. Well, it was like... It wasn't cool at all. No, and that's the thing is like they they tried to give him like a backstory. They changed everyone's backstories to to include Doom in on like the space mission to yeah. give him like a face. But like I don't I don't want to see Doom outside of the costume. Like in the comic yeah. book, he's in a lab accident. He burns his face with Reed Richards. He blames him. He wears the mask, and you never ever see him again without the mask. That's what I want. I mean, just start with Doctor Doom already established. If he's going to be the villain, I mean, he's one of the best Marvel villains. Man, come on. Exactly. You know, and I feel like it was like Inspector Gadget, the movie, where they're like, look, you could see Dr. Claw's face in the trailer. It was it was just like that in uh, Fantastic Four. You're like, look, it's Dr. Doom's face in the trailer. And that's when there was a big red flag for things have gone horribly wrong. Yeah, from, so, from a fanboy perspective. Yeah, if, if they relaunched, if Dr. Doom is a badass in the Fantastic Four movie, then I'm definitely interested. I want to see Fantastic Four um, fight Dr. Doom in the first one. But then they need help from, like, some other characters. So anybody who's ever been a Fantastic Four member has to come in and, like, do a cameo whooping ass on some Doombots, you know? Like, I want to see She-Hulk and Spider-Man and Wolverine to a lesser degree and, like, you know, like, just, like, give me give me some cameos of other people coming in whoop ass. That'd be cool. Yeah, they really, they really need to use Doctor Doom because, I mean, he would have been good in the Avengers. That's true, you know? Well, you know, this kind of, like, God, movie politics, people are talking about, like, well... Will the new Daredevil movie, you know, give the rights to certain uh, Fantastic Four characters back to Marvel? No, oh, they already messed that up. No, but really? Daredevil's reverted back to Marvel. Okay. They didn't uh, come up with a new... It, it left Fox. They couldn't come up with a pitch fast enough. Right. Well, so, all right. I, I'm hopeful for a Daredevil movie because he's cool. Right. And, and, you know, it honestly can't get any worse than what they already did. Oh, my God. Yeah, Ben Affleck. <laughs> ben, ben Affleck fighting Elektra. Who played Elektra? Uh, his wife now, Jennifer Garner. Yeah, fighting Electra on a playground. They're balancing on a seesaw, and I'm just like, God, can't. What kind of example were they setting for the other kids that wanted to use the seesaw, <laughs> but they had to wait for the watch the adults finish fighting? It's like seriously, all right, way to blow your fucking cover, blind lawyer. Balance on a seesaw, fighting a woman in public. Give me a break. Yeah. It's like the- if you if you saw a blind man and a woman fighting in public, who would you root for? I think I. Th- Wow, that's you gotta only take one side. <laughs> Who do you want to win that fight? Wow. Well, is the chick hot? <laughs> um. Well, yes. Okay. All right. So we have the power of boobies up against you know the the total underdog. I whoever say- whoever wins though is gonna like go hard on them. Like this ain't gonna be a pretty end. Like eventually someone's gonna have the upper hand and they're just gonna like be <laughs> railing their face into park benches. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would. All right. I have to say, I would go with the blind guy every time because it doesn't matter how hot you are or how good of a fighter you are. If you're fighting a blind dude, up yours. Yeah, it's you know like I mean? like like be, just pretend you watch this on YouTube 
and it was like woman versus blind guy and you're watching this and like already before you even click on it you already have to know who you want to win that's true i would go for the blind guy every time blind, you know it's like if if you've lost your sight but you can still fight or if somebody like f's with you and you're like and you're gonna get him back on it good mm-hmm. on you man no, <laughs> I want to know if you watch Daredevil too much and you're fighting a blind guy, the trick is just to make a lot of noises. That's right. <laughs> and distract him. So, I want to see. Oh, oh I'm here. I'm over here. Oh, let me ring this metal up against this post. The vibrations will fuck with you. <laughs> I want to see somebody try that in real life. Like, all right, blind man, here we go. Ah, ah, ah loud noises. And they and they both call out to the crowd forming around them to help, but as everyone's like, "Nope, stay back." It's between a chick and a blind guy. We can't interfere. <laughs> That's like the ultimate matchup, you know. You never want to step in in a chick in a chick fight because you will get your your eyeballs poked out. Yeah. You know? But two you, chicks fight, it's for real. Yeah, you can't hit a blind guy and you can't hit a woman. So let them hit each other. I'm kind of fun. It's <laughs> be fun to watch. This is like the new sci-fi <laughs> reality uh, fighting show. Yeah, the one has the power of vision. <laughs> and it has the power of sight, and the other one has a stick. Yeah, <laughs> and he can he can swing no, and he can swing it. So it's like he can't <laughs> see her, but he's just going. He's summoning his pinata powers. Dude, it'd be like it'd be like. <laughs> and the, the other one is just you know taking cheap shots, which he can get behind him. It'd be it'd be like the predator, where the blind guy's just like looking around, and she's like, "Stay absolutely silent. Stay absolutely kill me, kill me." I'm <laughs> now, over what here. The, now what if the crowd helped? What if there was some kind of fun Disney sidekick? He was like, yo, blind guy, two o'clock, two o'clock. And he swings to his right. To, no, four o'clock, 4.30. Spins around. Oh, man. That would cheating. Be interesting. But it yeah. would still be hilarious. That's true. But it has, has to be a blind guy, too. It can't be a blind woman. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Although there was a blind woman in the subways back in Boston I wanted to punch out every day. Oh, no. Why? Because she, she likes... Uh, I, I feel bad saying this, but I really... Didn't think she was blind. Oh, she yeah. walked really fast, just whipping her cane back and forth. And like she knew exactly where she was going. Like she would go like around corners and stuff, and she'd start turning before she got there. So it was either amazing memorization or she wasn't quite blind, but like had a vision problem but could still see. Well, I mean, you, you know could be saying? you could be legally blind and carry one of those sticks. That's what I think it was, but I think she was abusing the stick power because she was just slamming it back and forth when there was a, a like a huge crowd and like everyone's stuck and no one can really move and she's just slamming it and everyone has to move out of her way like a fire truck with its sirens on. <laughs> and I almost felt like, "Yo, wherever you're going, man, it's like just hold on. We're all stuck in this together." You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I think that's got to be like like a blind person's worst nightmare is being stuck wedged in between people where you can't like really figure out your surroundings i still felt like she was being a dick about it though <laughs> like i really felt she was taking advantage of that stick you know even though you may have a disability you can still be a dick that, that's what i'm saying like that's what i felt like i felt mm. she was kind of taking advantage it was, and i swear she could see as good as i could <laughs> i mean i know it's making me go to hell but you know oh, i'm no, already booked dude. my passions there yeah i mean in so <laughs> i don't know i just wanted to like I don't know, getting her way, but was I she, didn't. Wait, wait, was she, um, was she panhandling or no? No, no, okay. she was just hauling ass through the subway. All right. Well, I mean, well, like I said, you know, you could be, you could be legally blind, you could be blind in one eye, and like, you know, really need those canes. But yeah, don't be a dick about it. Yeah, she was swinging them way far, and she was, she walks faster than I was walking. <clears throat> she was in a, a blind hurry. <laughs> I was well, like, I'll, hey, hold on, man. <laughs> well, I got, I got to tell you, Eric, Eric, real talk, Eric, real talk. Um, pain. This is serious. 
uh, pain can make you do can make you into an asshole. You sure. know, if you are in pain, you are a dick to the rest of the world. So whenever I see somebody being a dick, you know, especially like yesterday, worst dick s- scenario of of all time, I was like, oh my god, this guy must be in pain, emotional pain, or just like frustrated at his own life. Because I went to go pick up my car from a parking garage. You know, when you drive into Manhattan, it's you're bound to, you know, get in a parking garage. And this guy was holding up everybody. And he was shouting at the top of his lungs all these terrible obscenities, Eric. Like the worst possible things you could possibly imagine. We got here before this guy, and he just comes in and he's just like, oh, you, oh, I don't know, I didn't want to repeat it. It was so nasty, but he was just like calling everybody this and that. Get this out of my way. Get my effing car, you know, like blah, 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 top of his lungs. And then I look over, and he's got like two kids with him, like two five-year-old little kids who like got their their hands over their ears, and they just like like scared and frightened. I'm just like, oh, man, I feel so bad for you guys. This guy is such a dick and when he leaves the parking garage he floors it he almost hits some people on the sidewalk but i mean in retrospect and always like when i look at or when i like experience people like that i would like i pity them i pity them because they must be in so much pain or you know their their lives must suck so much that's making them like act out like little children what if their lives don't suck but they're just jerks you know like sometimes i feel like people complain all the time and they got nothing really to complain about because they don't appreciate things mm-hmm. you know what if they're just jerks that that is also true like you could just be a jerk and it's like you're a jerk yeah up yours jerks of the world yeah i think mc chris made a song about you well mc chris is a jerk <laughs> as we all dude uh, what if mc chris is in pain chad did you ever he, think about that well clearly he's <laughs> Clearly, he's had to deal with the issues of being uh, short and having a voice of a five-year-old for his hey entire man. life. The guy wrote Fet's Vet and Hoodie Ninja. He Fet. gets a pass in my book. Absolutely. Well, I, would, I wouldn't say anything except for one of my favorite Norco rappers, uh, Mad Hatter. Uh, Mad Hatter McGinnis uh, was like pointed us on his Facebook feed, to, feed towards like MC Chris was following people on Twitter. Like he was like like searching himself on Twitter during his concerts and people, anybody who, um, there's this girl who was talking shit on Twitter about the opening act for MC Chris, and he comes out on stage after the guy's done, and he's like, hey, who is, and he gets the Twitter name, and somebody's like, that's me, and he's like, get the fuck out of here. Nobody that's makes, awesome. Nobody makes fun of my opening acts, get the fuck out. Isn't that cool? Internet accountability? What a, what a great idea. I don't know. I mean, like, the great thing about the internet is that, like, you know, you can kind of talk shit and, you know, do what you want to do, you know, and nobody, like, will call you out in real life. Yeah, isn't that awesome, though, that someone got their comeuppance? Someone just sat there and and just destroyed someone who was, like, working hard at their craft, you know, just, you know, not even caring, and then they just threw out for it. I think it's hilarious. It's like, yes, you have the right to your opinion, and we have the right to kick you out. That is true. I love it. But it was a huge backlash it made mc chris cry there was such a huge backlash because people are like like yo she paid money to go into your concert and see you she doesn't have to like the opening act yeah so what i mean i i paid money to go into a football game but if i act a dick they'll kick me out that is true but if you tweet oh the dolphins suck fuck the dolphins while you're at like a miami game they're not gonna throw you out for it well i mean a football game and a concert is different i don't know i kind of like it i like that there's internet accountability maybe that person won't be such a a dick on the internet next time they're like oh there are consequences yeah but you know what everybody's young once and when you're when you're a teenager and uh or a 20 something year old you're kind of a dick 
I'm never going to defend someone being a dick online, even if it's me. <laughs> I mean, even if I'm a dick online, if someone calls me out for it, I'll be like, oh, you got me. <laughs> you know, I'll never defend that. Everyone everyone treats the internet like, oh, we have the right to get everything for free and to be total bitches about it. Ah, uh, whatever. Then, you know, then you could also be picked on for it then. I, I understand picking on, but it's like when when there's money involved and when somebody's like, I was your fan. I came to your concert and threw me out over a tweet. Now I can't be your fan anymore. That's kind of crossing the line. Mm, I'm okay with it. Like I would have hilarious. I would have been fine if Epsi Creek came out. Epsi Chris came out and made fun of them for their tweet, and you know, like that would have caused them not to be like a dick online. But instead, he was like, "Up yours. I don't need you fans. Fuck the fans. NWO. Uh, he wasn't saying fuck the fans. He was just saying fuck that person who's a jerk. No one wants them as their fan. Mm. Well, anyway. That is that is old hat. I think that was like that was like four or five months ago. Oh, that's cool. All right. Well, he wrote Fet's Vet, and it was the greatest thing I ever heard online at that moment. That is true. Very true. It made C Lab awesome. cool. All right. Well, I think that about wraps us up. Yep. Go play your own versions of Movie Combat and tell us how it went. Please. And uh, so, uh, please friend us on Facebook. We're the Jumpman Podcast. And, and you can talk shit about us. It's cool. That's right. Yeah. We talk shit about each other. <laughs> we, 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 we won't kick you off. Yeah, we won't unfriend you. We will just <laughs> we'll just make fun of you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but I'll give it right back to you. So that's, that's right. how it is. That's right. In fact, maybe maybe next time, maybe, maybe we need to have a little segment, Eric, where we uh, make fun of ourselves and our fans, but we don't kick anybody out. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> that's right. I know the gears are turning. You're like, I would make fun of this one and that <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> oh, where to start? All right. So now that's cool. Well, check us out, RetroWareTV.com, ElderGeek.com, iTunes.com. I mean, they're struggling for business, and we keep them their lights on at night. So that's true. That's true. ITunes, that is iTunes. iTunes so you're like, welcome, Apple. The iTunes, they're like, dude. <laughs> that is your real name. <laughs> After Steve Jobs passed, all we have is the Jumpman podcast to keep us going. Yep. So, you know, go help them out. Download our show there. Or check it out, our website, JumpmanPodcast.com. By the book, Fat Vampire Slayer, 99 cents. That's right. And um, coming up, coming up uh, this month is Christmas. And you know there's going to be a Christmas episode. But, Eric, as we're recording this, it's the second night of Hanukkah. Oh, okay. Happy Hanukkah. That's right. Happy Hanukkah, everybody. And, um, yeah, we'll see We'll see you guys next week. Check it. Jumpman Engage. Yahoo! I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand, one shall fall. Tell